1: back with you folks on this 222nd podcast. We're in Psalm 35, and we find Psalm 35 is a prayer rescue. With me is Stephanie uh, Wesco. And I just wanted to say a lot of you've been contacting me, bought an address to send cards and stuff to Stephanie. I'm going to put that out on praying for Stephanie page and on help uh, for wounded spirits. So it's probably already out there by the time you hear this podcast. Uh, But anyway, Stephanie, we're moving along. How are you today?
2: I'm
1: doing pretty good, Doug. Yeah. i um,
2: got my leg up thanks to a burst vein, but other than that, doing pretty good.
1: <laughs> so just so you folks know, today, this day, Stephanie is dealing with a burst vein in her leg, and she's got some boogerage issue going on, man, oh, like all of us.
2: You didn't just <laughs> oh, say yeah.
1: that. Hey, I got a runny nose, too. I'm not judging you. All
2: oh, right? you are so bad.
1: Just remember, you can yeah and uh yeah and debbie yelled from the other room that you're sitting in the van and i need to recognize that but just remember you can pick your friends <laughs> you can you can uh pick your nose but you can't pick your relatives and that makes life kind of tough sometimes <laughs> and, uh, there's a you can do a lot of picking in life but you can't pick your you, ha- fr-
2: you had to go down
1: the joe road <laughs> the joe road now, on the
2: podcast
1: now joe is joseph wesco it was uh Stephanie's third oldest uh, child, and sibling to the other seven. And Joe's got issues, uh, not quite as bad as mine, but he's a joking, funny, uh, cool guy to be around. And he he makes jokes about different things. So Thor, we still got Thor going on. So the eight kids, anything we need to know about the eight kids? Let me see. We got Emmy. What'd you get Emmy for Christmas? Have you got Emmy's present yet?
2: I have, yes.
1: Now, what does Emmy like? She likes Legos, right?
2: Oh my, she loves Legos. She loves dolls. She loves stickers. She, Emmy is one of those kids that is into crafts, dolls, Legos. It's like she's a culmination of all of her siblings as far as their likes. Now, thankfully, she's not into guns. Yeah. Because I have enough, I have enough boys into that.
1: Yeah. 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 And then Caleb. Caleb's into what? What's what's his Christmas uh, treat of the day?
2: Caleb is, wow, he is, um, he loves anything outdoors. So winter's tough for him um, because he's a total outdoors guy. He'll probably be my next boy that's into guns just because he'll be able to go shooting in the outside. Um, but, you know, he's into reptiles, so he keeps begging me for a box turtles. So I think he might end up getting a box turtle for Christmas. Um,
1: he's already got one turtle that's crazy.
2: I know. That one turtle is crazy. That one turtle is going to get let loose in the spring because that turtle is as big as his tank, it feels like.
1: And that so, turtle, he ate another turtle. He had turtle soup for dinner. Yeah.
2: Yes, he ate Tiny Tim. Last time we had um, made some company over, some missionaries from Cameroon came and visited that were home. And um, anyways, Caleb was informing them that Camo ate his child, her child. Like, well, it wasn't technically her child. It was just our baby turtle. So poor Tiny Tim.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right all right my friends so here we are on psalm 35 now psalm 35 to me is like a prayer for rescue he's you know david's in a different place again and uh, you know we're in a different place every day we're in a different place than we were yesterday telling folks to draw an eye unto god here we are we're in psalm 35 and we're attempting to go through 15 verses today and uh, uh wrap it up on tomorrow morning's podcast but it says uh plead my cause O lord With them that strive with me, fight against them that fight against me. Take hold of shield and buckler. Stand up for thine help. Draw out also the spear and stop the way against them that persecute me. Say unto my soul, I am thy salvation. Let them be confounded and put to shame that seek after my soul. Let them be turned back and brought to confusion that desire my hurt. Let them be as chaff uh, before the wind, and let the angel of the Lord chase them. Let their way be dark and slippery. Let the angel of the Lord persecute them. For without cause they have hid for me their net in a pit, which without cause they have digged for my soul. Let destruction come upon him at unawares, And let his net that he hath hid catch himself. Into that very destruction let him fall. And my soul shall be joyful in the Lord. It shall rejoice in salvation. All my bones shall say, Lord, who is like unto thee, which delivereth the poor from him that is too strong for him? Yea, the poor and the needy from him that spoileth him. False witnesses did rise up. They laid to my charge things I did, I knew not, things that I knew not. They rewarded me evil for good to the spoiling of my soul. But as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled my soul with fasting. My prayer returned into mine own bosom. I behaved myself as though he had been my friend or brother. I bowed. I like this. Uh. I bowed down heavily as one that mourneth for his mother. Oh, what a picture that is. But in mine adversity, they rejoiced and gathered themselves together. Yeah, the abjects gathered themselves together against me. And I knew it not. They did tear me and ceased not. Man, there's a lot going on in, in Psalm number 35, Stephanie, and right out of the chute. He's in trouble. And, I mean, haven't we all been where David's at right here in this psalm? Mm. Most
2: We've, certainly. If you, haven't, if you haven't been, you're either an incredibly lucky person or um, it's coming.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're either in the trial, uh, coming out of the trial, or the trial's coming. And we don't say that to freak people out, to be depressed. We say that so you get ready. Uh, for what's about to come what's about to happen and it's plead my cause O lord with them that strive uh, with me fight against them that fight against me and praying out god i need your help with these knuckleheads some people you know there's no reason with some people these people will testify in ungodly groups and ungodly meetings See, they they blow off uh matthew 18:15, where you're supposed to come together face to face and Plead cases and work things out and make things better. They change the rules on that. They do things the way they want to do. And and David, it's worse than that. And David, David's dealing with this and he's pleading. Uh, he's asking the Lord. He's saying, "Plead my case, oh Lord, stop this. I don't want to live like this anymore." And uh, and and then in that verse two, look at this here, Stephanie. Take hold of the shield and buckler, and stand up for mine help. I mean, this is a guy that. Where's he at right now? Where's David at? What's going on with him?
2: Well, he's obviously in the midst of a um, trial. I don't have a commentary in front of me to give me specifically the situation. Um, but I think it's an incredible image, um, that a picture, I should say, David gives us here of of God fighting for us. Yeah. And where... And, and and didn't Job talk about, I think we actually wrote a song about it, where Job um, talks about, oh, that one might plead for me with God. And here we have David saying, God, plead my cause. And that we have Jesus Christ, who is our intercessor, um, who goes before us. Um, when the accuser of the brethren comes after us, he pleads our case. He is our, um, in a sense, you could say our defense attorney. When we have been brought before, when the prosecutor, the accuser of the brethren, seeks to tell us all of the thing, you know, comes before God with a list of our sin, the list of our failings, the ways that we have let God down or condemned ourselves with our actions. And, and we have a savior that pleads our case. Boy! Wow!
1: Yeah, that is—that's wow! Wow, we need that. He not
2: only—he not only pleads our case in verse two. David is caught. Well, in verse one, he he calls on God to fight for him, and you know, if this wasn't in the Bible, some people might say this is unbiblical. You have no right. You know how you have a right to ask God to fight for you. We're just humans. But not only do we have this here where where it's inspired scripture, God inspires David to pray this prayer. Well, we have examples in scripture of this where God fought for his people. We have the example of God keeping the sun from going down as Joshua and the people fought against the Canaanites. We have the example of God bringing down the Red Sea on top of Pharaoh and his army as they were... Seeking to cross through that path God had opened for His people to escape, and that and that they, they, they were idiots. I mean, did they not see? Did they not have any fear of God after everything He had brought in the land of Egypt? Obviously not.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: And all you know, we have so many examples. Um, the, what God did for Hezekiah when when Hezekiah pled his cause with with Jehovah God, when, when Reb and Sennacherib had come up against Jerusalem and God fought for them. The angel of the Lord took out 185,000 men in one night. Wow. God will fight for his people.
1: Yeah. But I
2: think there's a huge key here where we have to cry out. God is looking for us to cry out as David did. And looking to us, he's waiting for us to cry out to him and look to him and ask him, ask and it shall be given you, seeking you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened. And David's calling out to God here and saying, would you do this God? And this is inspired. It is. This isn't just, this isn't no. just a prayer yeah, on Pinterest. Yeah. This is God's word.
1: Yeah, and, and you know, David's a soldier here and I think he's dealing with Saul is my guess. Uh mm-hmm. you know, in Saul's men. But if you look at three, it gets bigger. Draw out also mm-hmm. the spear and stop the way against the... Uh, in you other know, words,
2: go on the offensive. The,
1: yeah, I'm going against this army. That they that persecute me say unto my soul, I am thy salvation. Remind me, Lord, you're my salvation. Help me with this battle. Help me with this. Uh, enemy. Help me get through these things. Help me do these things. And then he says in verse number four, let them be confounded. And I love that. You know, we pray for people to be confounded and put to shame that seek after my soul. Let them be turned back and brought to confusion that devise my hurt. Let them be as chaff or chafe uh, before the wind and let the angel of the Lord chase them let their way be dark and slippery and let the angel of the lord persecute him and i mean he's he's just going on he's fighting this cause i've got this army against me i'm trying to do what's right we we remember from psalm 34 you know i'm doing what's right i'm uh, and you know he's talking about in this psalm that he's he's praying uh he's humbled himself he's put on sackcloth for people he's done those different things he's praying for them and now we see in psalm 35 that it's it's continuing on uh, and he wants destruction he wants him to be confounded he wants to whip the enemy here and he needs god's help that's the way i'm seeing it
2: yeah well and i think there's it's he says let them be confounded and put to shame that seek after my soul let them be turned back and brought to, to confusion that devise my hurt this these you know be this saul be this whoever this was fighting David here David clearly knew that they weren't just they weren't just going against him they were going against God and that's why he could go before God this wasn't just over a little disagreement you know this was a serious situation here and um verses five and six the Lord showed to me um a while a few weeks ago and um wow the, david david calls on the angel of the lord to get involved yeah against these who were who were seeking to destroy seeking to stop god's will that's the bottom line here um these david had confidence that these people were not these they were not messengers of god they were not a part of god's plan And so he prayed against them in that sense that he had confidence that these people not just were against him, they were against God. They were fighting against God. And he just point blank gets very bold as he calls on the angel of the Lord, says, let them be as chaff before the wind and let the angel of the Lord chase them. Let their way be dark and slippery and let the angel of the Lord persecute them. He's literally calling on
1: um, Heaven, heavenly forces. We, yeah,
2: right. It's, it's literally he's calling on Jehovah Sabaoth here to yeah. fight for him.
1: Yeah. And so Stephanie and knows all the find, Jehovah terms. Yeah.
2: Not all of them, just some of them. But it's that's that's who our God is. Yeah. And why don't we call out to him? Why don't we call out to God the way David did and cry out to him the way David did?
1: We need to. and uh, And look at seven for without cause. Uh, have they hid for me their net in a pit, which without cause they have digged for my soul? They want to kill David. Let destruction come upon him at unawares, and let his net that he hath hid catch himself, and the very destruction let him fall. And my soul shall be joyful in the Lord, it shall rejoice in salvation. And so going up to eight, all of a sudden it takes a turn at nine, But again, he's saying, listen, they've they've got this pit. They've got this net. They're trying to catch me. They're trying to snare me. They're trying to kill me. They want want me out of the picture. And he's calling down these heavenly armies. And I think you just hit it. I think you hit the nail square on the head there when you said, why aren't we doing this? Why aren't we calling down the heavenly armies? Why aren't we uh, spending our days calling down the heavenly armies? Why aren't we starting our days calling down the heavenly armies? And... And I think, you know, we want it to be dark. We want it to be slippery. We want them to be confounded. We, we want destruction to come to them. We want them to be caught in their own traps. And then once we get there, I mean, then David goes on to this point and says, And my soul shall be joyful in the Lord, and it shall rejoice in salvation. All my bones shall say, Lord, who is like unto thee, which delivereth the poor from him that is too strong for him? Yea, the poor and the needy from him that spoileth him. False witnesses did rise up. They laid to my charge things I knew not. They rewarded me evil for good to the spoiling of my soul. But as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled my soul in fasting. And my prayer returned into mine own bosom. I have behaved myself as though he had been my friend or brother. I bowed down heavily as one that mourneth for his mother. I mean he's drawing a picture here, uh, Stephanie, of when they had problems, when they had things. I bowed down. I got down like a uh, like like a person does when they lose their mom. But in mine adversity, they rejoiced and gathered themselves together. Yea, the abjects gathered themselves together against me, and I knew it not. They did tear me and cease not. You know, there's a lot going on here, and I think that, I think some of the things that are going on, or I think the main thing that's going on here is this. I I think David, his back is against the wall. I think David's scared for his life. I think David... uh, Thinks that this enemy is bigger than his armies. He's dealing with Saul or the people around David, and he's evoking the heavenly army, and there's no, mm-hmm. uh, you can't invoke anything greater than that.
2: Yeah, well, and I think he brings out a couple things here that give us insight as to why he is. Um, in verse 11, he says, False witnesses did rise up, they laid to my charge things that I knew not. They rewarded me evil for good to the spoiling of my soul. But as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. In other words, when they were sick, when they were needy, he mourned for them. He helped them. He humbled himself. He had fasted for them.
1: I know, it, man.
2: And I mean, he—he he literally, it says here. You know, when they were sick, he had behaved himself as though he had been my friend or brother. In other words, I had I had cared for these people who are who are lying about me now. He, he truly in a Christ like manner, where he had put them above himself. He had sacrificed for them. And, and he's calling on God
1: And you know we just we just had for this, him
2: because he yeah.
1: We just had this conversation about an individual we've been helping. That we did all these yeah. things for that individual and the individual's a narcissist and so it doesn't matter the things we've done you know what i'm saying
2: yeah
1: it we we've done all these things we've made all these things a priority we've and but at the same time we know where david's at and some of the folks listening to us have been hurt and hurt again and hurt again and it seems like the narcissist can smell out hurt people <laughs> doesn't it feel that way yeah it's like they're yeah, attracted to them it's like You know, my sister. So every one of my sisters married the biggest losers there ever was, you know, and it's like they were attracted to losers and narcissists. And but I'll tell you something, narcissists are attracted to people with weaknesses or hurts or hurting hearts. And, and, you know, we got to be careful, but take heart, friends, if you're one of those people that are suffering through hard times, dealing with PTSD, going through the tough times. Live in life a little diff- different than you'd like to be living life. Take heart that God's got your back. He's nigh unto those that are nigh unto him. He can He can confound the enemy. He can evoke his heavenly army. He can send out the forces against people. And you know what? He will. And he'll deliver us. And I think that's a promise that we, we need to uh, look at all these people who hurt us, Stephanie. All these people who've hurt us. All these people that continue to hurt us. All these people that are liars, cheaters, no good, and know that we serve a great God and we just have to separate from these people. I, you know, I had to separate from somebody who just lied to my face and then we had a private conversation and then he went out and lied again and told other people to just lied. I caught him in several lies. I, it, but you know what? I serve a great God and I got to stay close to God. And, uh, I, you know, I think the thing that David's getting at and to be hermeneutically correct here is we got to wake up in the morning and call down the heavenly army to fight our battles. We got to wake up in the morning and call down God to take us by these knuckleheads. I mean, isn't that what you'll get?
2: Yes, and I think there's a sense in which David isn't just saying there's something and you know, this is this is what we're facing in our nation too and why I believe it is biblical to call on the God of heaven as Jehovah's Sabaoth to fight against the principalities and powers and rulers of darkness that are seeking to destroy our country because David calls on God because of the way this is because of the sin that's happened because of the way they've attacked and I think there's a special sense in which and God sets this out for us in this passage we are talking about um, lying we're talking about deceit. We're talking about hypocrisy and verse, um, I'm trying to look here, I was just looking at it. Um, well, verse 15 and 16, he talks about, um, they rejoice in, in their adversity. I mean, I look at our what our president has been through. He got COVID and people were putting out death wishes on social media against our president. Um, we're talking about um, they gather themselves together behind your back. They, In other words, they're conspiring against you with hypocritical mockers and feasts. Um, we're talking hypocrisy, lies, deceit, and treachery. Yeah. That's what David's fighting here. And David's saying, God, I can't fight this. How do you fight deceit? It's a bunch of made-up trash. And, you know, I've, I'm... Dealing with this, I have dealt with this for over a decade now. How do you fight against deceit? And um, this chapter, it's weird when you can read a chapter in scripture and scenarios of your life play before your eyes. Oh, yeah,
1: you see pictures of it. Yeah, yeah.
2: And um, how many times I've had to go back to God, even since Charles' death, over things that have been said and done and said, God, I can't fight this. I could, I could devote my entire life to it, but that's not my job. And I'm calling on you as the God of heaven to deal with this. And it's like you saying, God, would you be my defense attorney? Would you be the righteous judge? And would you fight? David isn't just calling God to stand with him. He's calling on God and begging God to go on the offensive. And this is inspired. Yeah, I think we have to remember that. I think it's easy because of the warped view of Christianity that we that we have assimilated in order to appease people. We have forgotten that that this is inspired. These verses are inspired, and I firmly believe God didn't. God didn't in the New Testament say, "Okay, those psalms; those are negated." No, He never says that. Yeah, and I believe we can call on the same God that David called on. You bet. And say, God, would you plead my cause? Would yeah. you fight? Would you, huh, would you draw out the spear and stop the way against them that persecute me?
1: And what does it would say in Samuel? The God? battle is the Lord. The, yes, the battle and, and is the Lord.
2: We want our <clears> young people <throat> to see God be God. We want them to see Him be real. We want we want people in the world to see that God is real. Yeah. One of the ways God will show himself real, or is waiting to show himself real, he's waiting for us as his people to take him at his word. Yeah, He's waiting for us to call out on him and say, God, do this. Would you show yourself to be the same God? He's still the same God. If he isn't, then he's a liar, and we know he isn't. So why don't we call out to him and look to him and put that hope in him that David did, here in this psalm that David did when he fought Goliath that he did so many times and 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 call on that God that's what David is doing in this psalm. this whole beginning of the psalm he's presenting his case to God saying God this is what's going on and um you know you know the scenario I just was through this last week and um I had to come to that point of saying God Everything in me wants to, wants to deal with this, but I can't. You have to deal with this because it's lies and I can spend my, the rest of my life wasting time trying to deal with someone who doesn't care if lying is a part of their life, or I can give it to you and say, you deal with this, God.
1: Yeah, it's imagination. <clears throat> well, anyway, we've, we find ourselves at the end of our time and, uh, I was uh, I've been thinking about a song for Stephanie to sing, but just uh, onward Christian soldiers. I mean, what's the song? Hold the fort. What do you think? <laughs> I
2: don't think hold the fort's good because that's the idea of being boxed up in a in a, you know, holding out. And, and David's calling on God to go on the offensive here. So I think um, I think uh, probably if you want onward Christian soldiers, that's probably a little better.
1: Why don't we do the first psalm of that, the first song psalm. I'm all right. You know what's on my mind.
2: (laughs) Okay. Um, Onward, Christian soldiers, marching as to war, with the cross of Jesus going on before. Christ, the royal master, leads against the foe. Forward into battle, see his standard go. Onward, Christian soldiers, marching as to war. With the cross of
1: Jesus going on before. What a perfect song! Remember, folks, Psalm 35. Plead your case in front of God. Give it to God. Uh, Pray that the enemy be confounded. Deal with what's true. Uh, Don't deal with imaginations. Let your soy be uh, soul be. Let your soy. Let your soy sauce be good when you eat Chinese food. Let your soul. (laughs) Be joyful. Let your bones call out to God. Uh, Pray against those false witnesses. Give it to God. Let God fight your battles. Today is the day you let God fight this battle. Listen, we love you folks. Uh, We're looking forward to spending eternity with you. So listen to every word here. Listen to every word. Hey, Merry Christmas.
0: Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits